Good evening, everyone. It's Deborah and Jackie. We're in the studio tonight, and today's topic is apologies. Now, who do you think, Deb, is the first to apologize it? Is it the male or is it the female? Like, who makes more excuses? Who is easier to forgive? Uh, it's really an interesting topic, and, and we can approach it from many dimensions, but I think you actually have some stats on this for yes, us. Yes, I do. I'm glad you asked that question. So, Jackie, as you're asking the question, which gender is more likely to submit and say, I'm sorry, whether it's the man or the woman? Here is what... A series of studies shows a series of study found that men, women apologize more than men because they report committing more offenses than men. This finding suggests that men apologize less frequently than women because they have a higher threshold for what constitutes offensive behavior. And I so agree with this study. Because we could be very offensive when we make our offenses. And when it comes to apology, oh my goodness, our we are so prideful. We're very prideful. We don't apologize that easy. But on the other hand, I think men apologize easier when it's benefiting for them. Well, I think the way I look at it is for me personally... Um, I think I have to be coaxed to apologize. Like I may say or do something and someone will say to me, oh, you owe me an apology. And then I may feel as though I kind of did something that requires me to say, oh, I'm sorry. I, I really shouldn't have acted that way or forgive me for that. But truthfully, I think um, for women, I think the younger you are, I think it's, it's easier for you to apologize because I think you feel like you have made mistakes and, and you, you feel the sense of regret a lot uh, easier. So in a, in a sense, if someone has really um, done something to you and you have retaliated a certain way, I think it's easier for you to want to be a peacemaker because you kind of see the benefit, like especially if it's a friend or something, it's easy. And I think even for like a relationship between mother and daughter, you know, they might have a, an argument or something. And I think in a lot of cases, younger girls will probably be the ones to say, mom, I'm so sorry. You know, I acted pretty badly. You know, can you forgive me? Because I think in a lot of cases, the older you get, I think it becomes a little bit harder for you to easily admit that, you know, you did something that maybe you owe someone, you know, an apology for. All right. Well, I will agree and disagree. And I'll tell you why. Because we have a generation today that is very unapologetic. And as you mentioned, mother and daughter relationship, it all depends on the relationship of, of that parents with their daughters, because some daughters are just very strong headed. They're not apologizing for anything. And it's just based on the relationship they have with their parents. And in a, in a re, from a relationship perspective, um, that girl could be like, a, that woman could be a total brat and she could be one of those women that just don't accept apology, period. You messed up, you're going to have consequences and repercussions and there is no room for apology. So, and there are people like that, you know? And so, when it comes to apology, I would say for women, it all depends on the integrity of that woman, the moral and the values that she holds within herself. Because there are some things that some people can say I'm sorry for, and there's some things that some people just can't apologize for, especially if they feel like they're in the right. Yeah, if I'm in the right, true. I don't feel like I need to apologize. But if I'm in the wrong and I'm consciously accepting that you know what, Deb, you could have been a little bit, I mean, what, 
have what could you have done to contribute less to this to make it not so bad then if you did that self-reflection you can come to the point and say well i apologize but then most of the times a lot of women feel like they've they've earned the right to somebody else apologizing to them as opposed to them apologizing for their own wrong yeah there's some truth to that but i think like say if you compare women's attitude to males you will get the idea that in most cases a lot of men will apologize especially if it's something that happened in the relationship because they want to get makeup sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? So basically, by being humble, they're going to wind up getting exactly what they want. So you wonder if there's an element of sincerity there or if there's True. an end game. You know what I mean? True, because and if I they think, make the same mistake again... Yeah, exactly. Mm, more makeup sex? More makeup sex, but at least I think they 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 know that they have leverage because they they, they kind of sense that the partner responds a certain way when they're very forgiving. Yeah. So in a way, they can strategize using that and just sort of say, well, you know, if I tone it down and I really let her know that, you know, this is a mistake I made and I really do care about her and this won't happen again, then you can play on that. And sometimes you can and sometimes it, it doesn't make the relationship better. It just really kind of plays on the woman's sensitivities and on her attitude toward things. And it, it is manipulative to a certain extent. Okay, but so let's talk about women to women apologizing, like woman to woman. Like if you do something to offend me or somebody else, and you know you've done something to offend me, would you be woman enough to apologize? Most of the time, I would people, say most of the time, no. Like women to yeah. women, I think there's kind of a, a vengeance yeah, element. They would there. risk the relationship. Yeah, exactly. That they would just simply say, nope, I'm not going to be the first one yeah. to come and say something Besides, to her. I don't need her if anyways. She did that exactly. So I think women would find a justification to say, well, no, I can, I can just leave her alone for a while, let her yeah. cool off. Why should I come back and be the peacemaker when I think it over? I roll it over in my mind and I remember. Wait a second, she did this she did this and she hasn't had the decency to come to me and draw attention to her mistakes so why should I so I think you just hold your ground and just sort of say no we're both going to sink our heels in yeah and you know maybe there'll be a resolution at some point but I think women to women I think they would both be pulling horns you know yeah and just sort of say no I'm, and, I'm, I'm not gonna just be the first one to make the first move yes and that relationship can dismantle so terribly just because of a simple admittance of I was wrong and when you really think about it and especially that's what I'm saying like as Christians should we have that sort of character of not being able to apologize when we're wrong or accept that we were wrong like when you admit that you're wrong, does it bring a, a, a consciousness to your character as, I don't know, how do I say it? Like, does it, does it make you feel less of a person when, when you admit to yourself that you're wrong by apologizing? No, I think actually it, it's supposed to really make you feel better. And it's, it's supposed to, to leave you with the impression that you have forgiven somebody. And needless to say, forgiveness is very important in the Christian dynamic, you know, mm -hmm. because if you act a certain way uh, and you are forgiven, you know, by God, then basically that forgiveness is something that you should give to others. Because if you can be excused for the mistakes that you make, then obviously you have to find a way to, you know, work through other people's mistakes. Yeah. You know, but, so what do you, what do you think on the perspective of the men? Is it easier for a man to apologize to a man, man to man? Cause there's so much ego there. Yeah. There that's is. another thing. So that's why I'm thinking 
on the same gender level, I don't think it's easy. No, I don't it's either. Easy I think to it's apologize yeah, to I think each two other. really good male friends who are buddies, you know, um, would probably act not too dissimilar to the way women would. Yeah. That they would just kind of stay tough and maybe kind of wait to see how things pan out. But I don't think they'd be so easy to just let it go, you know, and, and just say, okay, I made a mistake. And, and think that that concludes everything and they're back to being best friends. No, I think if somebody offends you, whether it's male or female, I think if they're close friends of the same sex, I think it's going to be a battle, you know, yeah. to, to get some kind of peace there. Yeah. I don't think it's going to come easily. And I don't think either side is going to want to apologize automatically. I think there's going to be some barriers to that. But I do think that there are times, like I think male and female, I think there's a dynamic there, which usually means that somebody has to take the first step. Yeah. So if it's a couple, as I say, women can be incredibly stubborn, you know, oh. that we can be like, you know, if he doesn't apologize to me and he thinks I'm cooking for him tonight, or he thinks I'm going to share a bed with him, you know, when he owes me an apology, women can be downright fierce, you know, yeah. and saying, no, nope, yeah, I'm going to sleep on the edge of the bed, even if I'm freezing, you know, with no blanket. And meanwhile, he's covered up and snoring and he's, he he's forgotten about it. Yeah, exactly. Or he can go in the couch or the basement, yeah. but he's not sleeping nowhere on these floors. Or yeah. if you sleep but, in his car. Yeah, for but all women I care. can be very obstinate. But as I say, and some women basically will cut everything off if they don't get that apology. So it also depends on their personality because some women can be just like, look, you want a meal from me? You want any extras? You better apologize to me, okay? Yeah. Because, and they will assert themselves and yeah. just sort of say, you owe me an apology and I'm not lifting a finger until I get one. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, when a woman, when a woman would be bold enough to tell her husband or her boyfriend, you're sleeping on the couch tonight. A man would never say that to a woman. You take the couch tonight. Yeah. No. He'd be like, "Hun, are you are you coming to bed or what? <laughs> like, exactly. What am I coming to bed for? I'm mad with you. Yeah. So a man, you would never hear that from a man. Sleep on the couch tonight, my wife. Yeah. No. no. But a wife would quickly throw her husband on the couch or you're in the basement or in your car. Yeah, And I exactly. don't care how much degree it's cold outside. You ain't coming nowhere near me. Yeah. So now the phrase, heaven have no rage like love that hated turn no hell a fury as a woman scorn. Oh, very true. Well, which is basically coming back to the same thing, like it, vengeful. Now, uh, in the Christian context, you're not supposed to have that kind of anger because the sun is not supposed to go down on your anger. That's what, yes, the, Bible that's says. what the Bible says. So it's, it's basically this perspective that if you're going to go to sleep angry, you're going to wake up angry. So basically you should let it go. Uh, every day is a new day. You know, the mercies of God begin afresh every day. So basically you should resolve your issues when you go to bed and lay your head down so you can rest peacefully, get up, appreciate the new day and start again with the person that you may have offended and, you know, uh, just begin anew. So that is really the biblical context of how you're supposed to handle forgiveness and anger and all these issues, and, which and are so true. detrimental. Yeah. Which is interesting because I was reading 1 Corinthians 13, which talks about the greatest gift is love. Yeah. You know, it's patience, it's kind, it's forgiving, you know, and, and you know all that stuff yeah. that it talks about. But in verse 11, is so complex it says you know when i was a child i think like a child i act as a child and now yeah. i'm a man i put away childish behavior so when it talks about that in its sense and we're talking about apology we all have this childish way in us and how we deal with things when it doesn't go our way yeah and the bible is saying 
if you have love, you have to put away all your childish behaviors about I'm not talking to you or you have to apologize to me. You have to get rid of that. And unfortunately, from a human perspective, we can't see past the pain. We can't see past the hurt. So we're still going to act like children, no matter how old we are, to each other. Yeah. Because an offense has been committed. So in, in, in a way, the greatest gift is love. So when, when does the love really penetrates and takes over and be, you know, and be that ever, that ever given thing that we all pride on? Yeah. Where's the love when I'm angry? Where's the love when I'm looking for an apology? Where's the love when I don't apologize? Where's the love when I'm revengeful? Where's the love? Yeah, that's very true. Where is it? So even with an apology, an apology can mean just you being rational about the whole thing. But then I hate you. True. Yeah. So is apology really sincere when you think about it? Or is it just good for the ears to hear, to soften the the mind and to kind of, you regain your, your, your power? Well, in light of that statement, Deb, are there some things that even if you apologize, you can't make up for them? So for instance, if a man sleeps with someone outside of his marriage or his committed relationship, and he can just say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Now, is that a sufficient closure on that issue? Like, I mean, does that automatically mean that the woman should forgive and move on and just accept the transgression and that apology should be his way of justification? That's so, I mean, one. yeah, so it, it becomes very difficult at that point because yeah. it seems like saying sorry is not enough. And just like you drew that reference, sometimes people will apologize and you, you almost laugh at them, you know, and, and it's sort of like, you know, you're such a child. Yeah. Do you really think that by saying sorry, you know, <laughs> that you can make everything right again? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it almost is like a, a pathetic version of simplicity, you know, and just simplifying a situation that is actually so much more complicated. And painful. And painful. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's not always the answer. And as you say, whether it's sincere or not can sometimes be asked, you know, because it may not be sincere. It may just be a way to to move past what's happened and, and hopefully give you a leg in mm-hmm. when you've been isolated and shut out and not given any openings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, you, you do have to know the person and maybe sometimes you have to to know the mistake that has occurred. And you have to be honest with someone and say, look, you are apologizing to me, but you hurt me deeply. Mm-hmm. And even though you, you you apologize, that doesn't mean that the issue is completely forgotten by me. Mm-hmm. You know, it may take a while for me to fully get back to where I was before you did what you did. And I'm o- the only one who can let you know if you can even come back from what you did. So it does depend on, you know, what has happened. Yeah. You and, know, and, and how far it has really drove that person to where they can come back to the yeah. trust or the love. And, but then they're just sitting there with you hoping that an opportunity presents itself where you screw up again so they can throw it back in your face. And that's the other thing. Well, how do you apologize to someone and still repeat or bring back up the past? Yeah, that's true. So what is the apology for in the beginning? Is the apology that you're sorry? Or let's say I apologize to you for stealing your man. Yeah. And then I no longer have him but you no longer have him and yeah. now you're with someone else. Yeah. And then you start seeing me being friendly and you're going to say, Oh, last time you stole my man. Yeah. And I'm like, Jackie, I thought we talked about that and we got through. Well, no, well, no, I haven't. Yeah. So it's like, why did you, why did you forgive me? 
if you really didn't mean it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So apology can be really, really tricky in a sense and insincere. Well, sometimes wounds just don't heal, Deb. So I think that's a part of it, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's why sometimes the apology can be fragile. But I'm also thinking about, say, in a family context, and a child says, you know, look, I won't use drugs again. Mm -hmm. I'm really sorry for using drugs. And yet you find drug paraphernalia or things and you realize that even though they apologized to maybe justify for the fact that you knew what they were doing, but then they still go back and engage in the same behavior, that's manipulative, you know? Or somebody say that helps somebody in their family who um, maybe didn't have it all together. And that person, you know, puts you up in their house, looks after you, does everything you can, and then they promise that they're going to get a job and they're going to improve things. And all of a sudden they're asking you for money. Then they're back in in their skid row type of lifestyle. And, you know, they promised you that they were going to do better. Mm -hmm. And then when you corner them, they say, look, I'm sorry, but I just couldn't change. You know, I did my best, but I just couldn't change. So you yourself have to reach the point where when somebody apologizes to you and they fail or they misstep, despite being sorry for their actions, that sometimes you have to know when to cut your costs too. Yeah. You know, and and to just sort of say, you know, I have to get this person out of my life because this person is bringing me down. So I think, you know, an apology in a lot of ways, it is meant to be very sincere and genuine, but sometimes people can't keep their commitments. And sometimes just by saying you're sorry, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can, you know, just leave behind. The agony, the pain, the dysfunction, and the hurt, you know, that has been caused by a behavior pattern. Right. I was talking to a gentleman the other day, and he said to me, Deb, the reason why he's single at the age that he is, like 55, Mm -hmm. he said because he's never able to forgive in terms of, oh, sorry, he's never able to accept apology from anyone. Anybody Mm -hmm. who's done something wrong to him cannot come to him with an apology. He said, he don't accept apology. So he just just writes them off. He just writes them off. And I said, that that is really such a tough position to put yourself in. Because you're just a loner. Yeah. And you yourself is not perfect. Show me a record where you've been straight your entire life. Yeah. He goes, but it's not about me. It's about the person. I said, yeah, but you're holding someone accountable for something that you can't even account for. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. Well, you're holding them up to a realistic set of standards. Standards. And, you know, and in that way, nobody will probably ever meet, you know, the standard that you set. So right away, you're isolating yourself from people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so now we're talking about from a biblical standpoint now. So we said all that to say this. We have apology, which supposed to be meant as sincere, sorry. Yeah. And then we have repentance. Yeah. Very good. And repentance basically means that when you admit your sin or your mistake, you're not to do it again. Exactly. That's that's what repentance is. It's It's plain and simple because it wouldn't mean anything if you go back and just keep repeating the same thing again. So you, you come to God, you say, this is what I did. I'm sorry for it. And the the forgiveness comes from changing your ways yes. and moving in a new direction. And the forgiveness yeah. does not just happen instantly. This is something I'm learning. The, the forgiveness, because God knows us so well. Yeah. That even when we repent of that sin that we've committed, he knows us so well because he created, he knows us before he, he created us. Yeah. He knows, you know, Deborah, you, you, you repent for this, but you're going to do this again. Yeah. So until I see a clear picture of you not really indulging in such activity, yeah. then I know you truly repented. That's 
That's right. And so a lot of us fool ourselves into um, repentance, knowing or not knowing that we're going to fall into the same trap. Yeah. And all we can do is keep repenting. Repented. Now, yeah. what if we? What if God were to hold us to the same standard to each other? I have to repent of my sins to you in order to be forgiven. What mm. would that look like, human to human? We will all just still be sin sinful. Yeah. Because if we can't even do a proper apology, how can we even accept repentance? Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean. I, I think it is difficult when you when you say a proper apology, I think it's hard for people to really constantly make a change that sticks. Mm. And I think that's the thing that this, yeah. is, this is the key to repentance is, is consistency that when you have made a mistake, um, why it's very hard for people to 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 forgive or or to even accept an apology as being a change in behavior is because they kind of look and they say I'm not sure I can believe in you. Yeah. I don't know if I can place my faith and my trust in you mm -hmm. because what you have done leads me to believe that you will do it again. again. And you're just not the type of person that is truly committed to a change in who you are. Exactly. So I think sometimes people are transparent enough that you can look and say I just can't trust you. I can't risk um, putting everything I have into the fact that you're a different person mm -hmm. because I don't see the signs that you are. Mm -hmm. And I don't see that there's any potential there for you to become a completely different person. Mm -hmm. So right away, you, um, you do hesitate to place all your confidence in someone like that. So I think that's why it's sometimes really difficult depending on the nature of, of the violation or the transgression. It's very, very hard to just... Um, believe that somebody has completely done a 180 yeah and all of a sudden they're this new creation this this new creature that's never going to do the, the same thing because unfortunately old habits die hard oh, they and, do. <laughs> and in a lot of cases people do want to change but the process of undertaking it is much harder than they expected it is and even if they try to to follow a religious path or admit their sins to somebody um what the only thing I think that sustains you on that journey is to keep having more religion in your life. Yeah. If it's a casual kind of forgiveness that you just maybe go to, uh, you know, a minister and admit your mistakes, but then you don't, um, you know, go to church regularly or interact with other people who follow a certain set of values, then you're going to slip again and mm -hmm. you're going to fall. So it's a slippery slope. It is. You know, you need, you need the reinforcements, you need the and guidance the, and, the accountability. and you need the accountability mm -hmm. and you need all these kind of things to make sure that you stay on, on, on the right path. path. Yeah. And, and I think that's, what's difficult yeah. because people, they, they just want to say the words, but do you mean them? Yeah. And do you want to live them? Yeah. You know, and do you want to make it part of, of who you, you want to be in terms of being different than you yeah. were before you committed the offense or the problem? Yeah. Are you really that person who can truly see yourself as that committed person? Yeah, because there's a lot of things, Deb, that people can apologize for. And this yeah. is this is the essence of the podcast. Yeah. People can be gross liars. They oh. can't, they can't do anything. Every breath they take is a lie. Yeah. And when they say, I won't lie again, they can't because it's almost and they're like, lying, yeah, saying they won't lie again. It's almost like <laughs> second nature. 
you know, or, or somebody that may steal something regularly, you know, yeah. and, and could be like a, a kleptomaniac or even somebody that, you know, goes and, and steals something when they want something. Yeah. And they say, I'll never steal again. Sometimes it's like the phrase, you know, um, you're sorry. You're not sorry that you stole, but you're sorry that you're going to jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's <laughs> you, kind of like that. You're not sorry you did yeah. it. You're just sorry you got caught. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, so there's things that you can do. Or as we said, cheating. You know, some men are perpetual cheaters. Some and it's women just are way, too. And some women are too. Absolutely. It, should be, it should be on some, both there's sides. Some women are slicker than men. And, you know, when they say, oh, I'm sorry, baby, this won't happen again. You, yeah. know, you know how important you are to me. And, you know, they, they have sex and everything is beautiful. And then they're back. Their eyes are wandering two or three days later again. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not sincere. And it's a Band-Aid it. fix. It's a Band-Aid fix. Yeah. And, and then other kinds of things like, you know, I promise I won't uh, drink anymore. I'm sorry I came home drunk that couple of times mm -hmm. you know or I or the worst one we all know I really didn't mean to hit you you know I oh. had I had a tough day at work you know yeah. so many people were hounding me you know I came home you didn't have the dinner ready I was just pushed to the limit I'm yeah. so sorry baby I'm so sorry. that I, I shoved you that. against that wall yeah. and you and know that I hit I you with that face. exactly and I'm sorry you know and we all know what happens in those cases. Yes, they will hit you again. Of you know, course. And again and again. And, and you will again. become a continuous punching bag. And it's a bad situation to be in because sometimes a lot of women don't ex escape that period. Mm -hmm. They leave on a stretcher. Yeah, you know what I mean? Do. For they believing do. that apology and believing that somebody is sorry. Yeah. So it, it's a difficult thing. Because it thing. really makes them, feel, it makes them feel valuable to hear that, I am sorry. Yeah. It gives them that sort of... Uh, it, it almost give them that, that sort of... Um, well, they think that that is coming from a position of love, but it's not. It's sickness. It is. You know, it's sickness. It, it's it not is. coming from a position of love. They are trying to tell you that I love you and, you know, please forgive me because I was just under pressure. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't mean to do these things. You know how much I love you. And they use that love as a way to justify the fact that the violence is just perpetrated by stress or even sometimes if you didn't do that, you know, I wouldn't have been so angry. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's a, it's a vicious cycle to get caught up in, you know, it is. And, and you know what's very worse difficult. is yeah. when they apologize to you and then tell you, but you made me do this. Oh, absolutely. Or, you know, that would not have happened if you were to. Yeah, exactly. You know, but like, but I'm why sorry. do you have to make me yeah. jealous? You know, yeah. why, why is it that I call your phone and, and you're not, never available to answer, you know, because you're talking to somebody else. Who is he? You know what I mean? You did these things that drove me to, to behave the way I'm behaving. So I'm you. sorry. And you can't, yeah, you can't get caught in that kind of a mind game yeah. and, and think that, that sorry, um, makes you excuse your suspicions, yeah. your fears, your anxieties. You, you, it can't fall into that And it all depends context. too on, yeah. on the environment that that person grew up. Because sometimes when you grew up in an environment where you see your father maybe beating your mother and you grew up seeing that they are lovey-dovey again the next day with a swollen eyes and you think that's love and then you grew up and have your own relationship and your husband start doing that and you don't want to do anything about it because you saw your parents go through that and you're like well that's well that's what love looked like and that's not the case that's not the case that's very if, if anything i've seen it with my mother my last two brother father, oh, he used to beat my mother for tea dinner and breakfast. Oh, dear. And no matter how much I asked him, why are you still? He loves me. How? How? Yeah, I know. And then he would say, you know, it's because you didn't, you, you, I told you, I told you I'm coming to pick you up and blah, blah, blah. And, and then I you see you gone. 
So you hit me? I know. I know. My mother would be always be the opposite. You know, my mother would be funny. You know, once my dad used to say, you know, you're lucky with your personality <laughs> that you're not married to one of those Jamaican men who would beat you. And my mother would just look at dad and say, what was that? Uh, you bring it on. Okay. You, you must be joking. You think yeah. that I would ever put up with that? And I, my mother would say no. And my mother was one of these people who could read and is one of these people who could read people's minds, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And she could tell that it was BS and it wasn't sincere. Yeah. And even if you tried to apologize to her, because it would still take her a while to come around. Like if oh, my yeah. dad would do something, he, he would say sorry, but it might take her two days to get back on a normal level <laughs> where she, you know, could forgive because she could sense right away that, you know, he screwed up, but she didn't think he paid enough of a price for yeah. it. You know, so yeah, I think I think it's an interesting subject to to, to talk about apologies. Yeah, because and when we think about it from you know just from a uh, as from a spiritual standpoint, and we think of all the things that we do on a daily basis, and, and God just has to sit there and look at us, and then we come and we repent and to repeat it again tomorrow. I'm like, what is that? Like, how does He keep us all together, still going? Well, I mean. There's no end to, to, to his, his mercy. mercy and he will always and forgive. His grace. But the thing is, um, where are you going on your journey if you keep living the same way and yeah. not making any changes? There's consequences. Yeah, there's for consequences that. Yeah. and you're not being true to yourself and you're not living the best, most abundant quality in your life right. that you could have. Yeah. So that's the decision you have to make. Do you want to con continue in behavior that is just going to bring you down or do you want to make changes? And sincerely, uh, humble yourself and say, I, I will not repeat this behavior again. I need reinforcements to make the changes and to improve myself and let people, even those close to you, see the real changes that they're looking for. Well, the truth is some people love more of the same drama. They, they're just addicted to it. They love more of themselves. And that's why it's so hard for a lot of people to kill the old self to take on the new. And when they, even when they take on the new, they find themselves repelling back to the old, old ways. Yeah. And as you said, old habits die hard. They do. You know? So, I mean, being apologetic, listen, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I'm sorry and being sincere about it. Yeah. And I think that's the first step in acknowledging that you're wrong. Yeah. And, and that you have compassion and humanity for somebody else other than yourself. Yeah. So... And it's the same thing with repentance. If you repent, then you ought to be truly repentant of, of, of your sins and God will forgive you. But he knows, so don't go doing no fake repentance because he knows he'd be like, okay, I'll see you next week at the same spot. <laughs> it's true. You know, so anyways, I hope this podcast inspired you guys and um, just think about it as you go along your day or your week. And what am I apologizing for? And is my apology sincere? Do I really mean to say sorry when I'm not? Because if you're not sorry, don't apologize. That's true. Yeah. It's worse than doing a fake apology. Don't apologize if you're not sorry about it. At some point, you may be sorry later on, but don't be too quick to say I'm sorry when you're really not. That's true. And I think there is a difference between men and women, but I think truthfully that um, both sexes can learn to appreciate the fact that if you are sincere about a mistake that you've made and you come to someone honestly and you look for forgiveness, you will be a better person as a result of it. And you will be encouraged 
to try your very best to follow through on what you admit you made a mistake in and come out of this a better person. But don't be afraid to say I'm sorry because it's never too late to say you're sorry if it's genuine and if it's something that's going to improve your friendship, your family relations, or your personal relationship with somebody. That's right. My name is Deborah, And my name is Jackie.